You're listening to Ruckus Avenue Radio. Available now on Dash Radio. The following program may contain verbiage and views that will offend some listeners. You see, Andrew Fresh Kills Kilgore is a grumpy old man. And me, I don't give a fuck. What's going on, everybody? It's Kills and Bias Show. It is a day of the week, and it's an episode in the list of episodes we've done. Which of those two we're on? Who cares? Doesn't matter. I was told not to say that, but I don't listen. That's what makes me fun. Who are you, Mr. Kilgore? <laughs> uh, you know, another day in the life over here. Kills and Bio Show. Welcome to the show. You are listening on the Ruckus Avenue radio network on the dash radio network actually yeah and we're ha- we're still happy to be here corporate's still treating us well uh good uh, oh decent treating us decent treating us decent yeah i'm sure that checks in the mail Raul. I'm yeah sure. Raul told me that it was coming <laughs> he, he, he bragged he bragged to you about all the listeners and then we're like oh sick so the check's gonna be beefy and then it was like uh you know he left us on red is that what this the kids say I mean, we'll at some point we'll have to we'll have to audit, you know, Ruckus Avenue. It's it, you know, eventually. Yeah. You know, but not, nothing yet. I mean, they've been pretty good to us. I, I, you know, we've been we're a bit of a fringe show on the network, so we appreciate being here. That's and, true. And he said his he, name was Raul, and that checks out. The story checks out. Yeah. And Dash Radio is real too. We checked that out. <laughs> there was a remember remember a couple of weeks ago we were like, oh shit, this this whole thing a ruse. Okay, but it's not. We got to talk about something in particular. It did come from on corporate that we have been swearing too much in the episodes and we've been asked to, to, to tone no. it down only because, no, here's the thing. Now, normally I would say that because, you know, whatever, but what's happening is I'm going to end up being the one to have to go through and clean up the show and I don't want to do that. So wait we're gonna a minute. Have- they want we're gonna have to what, keep it clean. What would you do? You would you would go and bleep you bleep me? I have to bleep every all the swear words. I don't want to do that, and I don't want to offend our listeners. Who you know, you you guys are out there. You're doing your thing. We appreciate it. I don't want to offend anybody. I do want to be able to speak my mind. Ryan especially won't be told anything else. <laughs> <laughs> so it will remain to be seen whether he whether he tries to you know parent himself. Uh, parent to be parenting himself we'll see how so that goes i need to substitute the words i love yeah you do yeah you know fudge yeah. this fact like, that i was thinking duck yeah duck me duck you duck everyone mm-hmm. we're ducked. that'll work we're ducked i think they'll know what we're trying to say you're pretty clear you know what you're trying to say you're pretty decisive thank you i like to shuffle and dance and you know, move a little, move around a little bit. You know, I like to be free out there on the dance floor. On the dance floor of the, <laughs> of the mind. Yes, in the marketplace of not, ideas. No, <laughs> not, that's intro- I'm trying to roll a joint while we're doing this. It's very hard because I don't have a mic stand. Fuck. I'm watching you attempt to do it. I'm, and it's pretty I'm, funny. I'm holding. I'm holding the mic like, like I'm trying to s my own d. 
No swear words. <laughs> do, do, do you need me to tell a story while, while you're rolling this joint? Cause, yeah. Because you're, sure. you're ham-handed. Talk to me about your first time getting laid. Let's do that right now. I'll tell My you first mine. time. I was late to the uh, game. The female, I was late. The female version, because the yeah. male version, I've already heard that story. <laughs> Touche. I was late to the game, actually. I didn't... Um, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't pop my cherry until university. Although I had opportunities in high school, but it just not, never felt right. And then I was dating this beautiful Trinidad, uh, Trinidadian girl who I was deeply in love with, and um, her and I got in bed and breakfast out on the uh, on the ocean, and we went out there and and did the did the deed. We got down and dirty. We went all the way to the ducking ocean. To get laid? <laughs> yeah. Well, it was in Halifax. I was in university in Halifax. It wasn't that far. Oh, oh yeah. That's well. That's like a fake ocean because ain't no. You ain't jump. Actually, no. You couldn't go in that water. I, for some reason, I think it's too cold. It's actually quite nice. Are you saying the Atlantic Ocean is a fake ocean? Like you're no. like you're worse than a flat earther. No, who you're, you're denier. You're an ocean denier. I, I like am, that. I've heard. I've heard like people who live <laughs> in England can't actually like go in the water a lot of the time because it's just cold. It's balls. All year round. London is cold and rainy and, and, and ishy. You know? Ishy. Ishy. I didn't really enjoy London when I was there. And of course, that was where I spent the majority of my time when I was in the UK. And, you know, I'm such a fan of all the music from Bristol and Brighton. But, of course, I never went there. Couldn't book any shows there. I, I, you know, sent out the resumes. You know, we sent out the tour packages. But nobody seemed to want a, a Southpaw Padman come to their town out there. Bollocks. Oh, you identify as a Southpaw? I identify as a Southpaw. I mean, I, I don't, there's, there's, I'm kind of, I can't really do anything about that. I know, if I know you, you're not actually left-handed. You just want to be different. Like, you want to be indie in handedness. So you, so you fucking elected to be left-handed. <laughs> Admit it. I, well, I like your, I like where you're going with that, but I have to say, I have to say that I, I, I it's not that I wish I wasn't left-handed, but it does lead to, it's actually funny because it probably does lead to the identity crisis that I found myself. Like I have a hard time on my left and rights. I'm indecisive about things. And I feel like being left-handed kind of feeds into that a bit. Cause like, I'm not always sure of myself in some senses. So I overthink and, and, you know, but I had some st- silly experiences. I mean, I'm, my parents sent me to baseball camp. I was left the only left-handed kid. And I With a hockey love- stick. Sorry. I know. Yeah, with no glove, left-handed. The only other left-handed kid in the whole camp hated my guts because I followed him around to borrow his glove all day. It was terrible. Your, your parents actually, that's real? They sent you to baseball camp? and They sent me to baseball camp, yeah. Without a glove? Without a glove. Left-handed, yeah. Oh, it was also a Jewish camp, and that was weird because I was the only Gentile as well. That was bizarre. So your parents hate you? They're cruel and unusual, yeah. Or they were occupied at the time they picked they picked they were they picked from the last reigning camp option they did they're just <laughs> like you know all that was left was left-handed jewish baseball <laughs> i mean that's love if that's if that's not love i don't know what is huh <laughs> i just think your priorities like bingo was higher than you on their list of you know <laughs> yeah I was going to go dark and say heroin, but I just said it. There we go. You can say heroin on this show, according to Raul. Oh, <laughs> so it's a yes or no. Okay. We can talk about drugs. 
What we could do is if you watermark or earmark or something mark this part of the show and you know to look at it, I'll just start saying words and then you can bleep the ones I can't say and the ones I can't say and then the listeners will get an idea of where we stand. No, I'm not doing it. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing the work. Really? Do you know how hard it is? Our faithful listeners out there, you realize how hard it is to do this show for an hour every week? It's, it, this is not easy. No. Like, sure, we're goofing it, and when you're smoking a joint, you're obviously having a good laugh and time over there, but it's not easy to do an hour of, of shows a week, um, you know, despite, despite how, I'm sure, how easy we make it sound, you know? So, again, we mm. appreciate you listening, but we appreciate that there's something we're going smooth. on here. You know, we got something going on. We're cooking with fire over here. I lost my virginity in a four-star trailer park. That that checks out. That follows through with the rest of your character and what I know about you <laughs> and the stuff I don't want to know. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Mine was underwhelming. I mean, I, I was, I was, I made it into this big thing, and it was kind of lame. You know, I busted tried real to, quick. I busted real quick. I uh, I tried to I ro- I uh, I rod too. It was a raw, it was a raw experience. Oh, raw dogging all day. Come on. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah, condoms are all for show. It's all a it's a stat it's a status thing. <laughs> it's a status uh, thing. Wrap like a, it up, like ladies a, and gentlemen. Like a Snapchat, right like a Snapchat streak. You know what I mean? I mean, I had I had a torrid. I had a torrid few years where I was just being really reckless and stupid and I nearly learned the hard way. So I, I dodged a bullet and moved on with my life and fixed it up. Because I, I kind of figured I'd be single for a long time. I figured I wouldn't get married until, you know, mid-late 30s or later. And here I am, 40. And uh, You're the you're four zero on the dot. When's your birthday? I'm turning 41 in a couple weeks. A few oh, weeks. shit. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's celebrate. Maybe you could leave the house. Have you thought that, of that? Yeah. Everyone's back to normal over here with COVID. I don't know what it's going, how it's going in Southeast Asia over there, but everyone over here is acting like nothing's wrong. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still a shut-in over here, and I can't, I can't seem to let go. But well, uh, you're asleep while others are awake and awake while others are asleep. Right. So if we you did cho- talk about that. If you chose to join society, you'd look out the window, and there'd be you and homeless Jimmy over there convulsing on the floor, and you'd be like, I think I'm going to stay inside. So... There you go. Yeah. Shout out nice Jimmy. You <laughs> <laughs> you talk you talk nice a, about homeless Jimmy. There's a backlash going on, eh? I, I feel it in other parts of the world, not just the states where Trump said something about uh just a backlash about affordable housing and upper middle class people not wanting it in their area, right? You, there you were there that? were protests here last week. Yeah. You know, I, I've experienced that myself in my area because we have a lot of co-op housing here. So, okay, so let, let's do a perspective, right? So, I live in Leslieville, which is in Toronto. Uh, it's, a nice it's, a, it's a nice area. It's like a reclaimed area. It was never like gangsta, but it was like kind of like edge of the city run down a little bit. And there's a lot of co-op housing here, which is like assisted living, but it's like more permanent. Uh, and there's a, a couple halfway houses and uh, I've had my backyard broken into three times and my bike stolen my wife caught a guy fucking stealing something so there's just like some shit that happens here you know and it's mm-hmm. the it's the and this guy went mental on my street in the middle of the night 
one day is screaming, ripping up flower beds. And these are guys who live in this area. Like we know that. So, so yeah. that's sometimes, you know, that's a fact of like what people have to deal with sometimes. It's, it's, it's an interesting discussion. It's a tough one, right? Because people need housing. You can't just like, yeah. they can't be intense on the street. That's not I mean, the solution either. And this is it with gentrification, right? It's like you moved into that neighborhood, right? That neighborhood was that way before. It doesn't necessarily make the behavior things are going on necessarily acceptable, but it's weird. It's one thing, you know, to move into a place and be like, what the hell is going on here? It's like, well, yeah. But I mean, gentrification, it's like a, I don't know. It's sort of a, I don't know how to, I don't know how that can be stopped, but it is interesting how much people seem to be moving out of major cities. Um, obviously yeah. COVID has kind of revealed a lot of the shortcomings of living in a well, city. Like why the hell would you want to live in downtown Toronto if you can't hustle and go to shows or go out meet people? There's no point in paying I, this kind of money to live here. My theory is that Western modern society is putting pressure, increasing pressure on mental health over, over as cities expand, as our social network communication, blah, 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 all that. And so as that's growing, mental health is something we're now like hyper aware of, but we don't have the solutions for it. And frankly, like, I don't even know, will we ever like, it's a very, it's, it's very hard to fix a mind as opposed to like an organ or a muscle. So Mm-hmm. you know what I mean and you're seeing like I listen to Rogan and the way they talk about LA they're like we're getting out of here man there's tents everywhere it's 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 a, it's, a, it's getting crazy you know yeah. so yeah. Uh, you know are there more homeless people than ever I don't, or like that or are they just going to the cities who knows it's it's crazy time crazy it's a it's a crazy time I mean so yeah. Rogan makes sense he's, he's Rogan's moving to Texas because he just signed a hundred million dollar deal and he doesn't want to pay why would he, you know, he go to Texas and, and literally save tens of millions of dollars in taxes by moving there. So that's something. Our taxes are crazy up here, but at least we get healthcare, you know. Hey man, shout out to Serb. I'm grateful for the Serb I got. Serb to those who don't know. I'm behaving today. I'm explaining myself. I'm, Although I'm, you have sworn twice. I did? Yeah, you did. Yeah. Oh, well. Standards okay, relatively practices. behaving. Yes. You've been, you've been nice to me so far. I know. I know. I didn't want it earlier. Last week you were mean to me, but it, I th- I liked it because I'm. That's. I was mean to you because you you fucking. Oh damn it! Because you because yeah you ducked up you ducking. Something I else. ducked up. You were the one whose whose interface and microphone were messing up left and right for crying out loud. Come on, you ish together, bro. You missed the schedule time. Brutally fair. Also causing us to not have our meeting that we planned to have that day to discuss mm. standards and practices of which, you, which was- of which you claim I'm violating now. So if I'm violating standards and practices and you missed the standards and practices meeting to address the fucking, oh, see, can't help myself. <laughs> hey, um, so we're bringing a guest here. And if I remember correctly, this is a gentleman who worked for Indigenous Instruments. Is that correct? No. No, <laughs> that's amazing. No, oh, I thought of that the- joke a week ago. I've been waiting. Go ahead. Amazing. Uh, yeah, his name is Brad. Brad Wikes. Uh, he's an old friend of mine. Um, he's a he's an Aussie wild man. Uh, used to live in Toronto, um, and he works for. Uh, he's actually head of marketing uh, North America at Native Instruments, which is uh, they 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 basically build. They do software and hardware for music, electronic music, and DJing. And uh, mm. he's an interesting. Chad, but he's also an Aussie wild man, which is probably more important to Ryan, my co-host. But I want to welcome to the show my man, Brad Wikes, all the way from L.A. How are you doing, my friend? Welcome to the show. 
Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. Um, it's hot. I'm, I'm learning the hard way, being reminded about how hot it is. <laughs> Do you see the sheen on my face? The listeners out there can't see the, like, the shiny sweat patina of sweat across my, my face here, but I assure you it's there. Living in this, what are we, got 38 degrees at whatever time it is today. It's just rough. It sucks. Can you stroll to the beach and, and take a toxic dip? No, I'm too far from that. I'm over in uh, Highland Park near um, where Adrian Young's record spot is. Listen, there, don't talk all there, LA cool to us, all right, Brett? <laughs> all right? I don't want to hear this crap. Has the tent city made it to your part of the city? Not yet, but I mean, it, it's, it's probably about two kilometers, three kilometers away. It's like a slow creeping lava in LA from everything I'm hearing on podcasts and people. Like, it started in, uh, uh, what's the, uh, Skid Row, and it's yeah. like just getting bigger and it, bigger. You go to somewhere like Echo Park, and it's not just tents now, it's like a mini, ha- it's like an open rooft house. They got, like a, home de- they got a Home Depot. Sorry. It's, <laughs> it's everything. Like, it's, it's kind of scary and sad. Like, is it going to get worse? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, before it gets better. <laughs> I mean, LA is terrible. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's, you know me in LA. I'm, I'm not a fan. I'm scared of LA. I, what do you... I, s- I was going to say, I wasn't a fan about it for a while the first few times I came here. And then it just felt like I just had to find the places to go. Because it's like, not like one downtown. And I'm not knocking America because America's fun as hell and dope. But it's like... If you live in LA, you just have to be okay knowing you live in a city with people with machine guns. Like a lot of people have machine guns that aren't supposed to. <laughs> Think about it. Like Toronto, some people have machine guns, right? We got a couple guys, but in LA, lots. I, wow, I got that's scary. But but like Brad's showing up to LA with like he's king ish over there. We can't swear on the podcast anymore. <laughs> says corporate. Um, but but he he's going into LA like on top of like you know, head of marketing at one of the biggest electronic music instrument makers in the world. You know what I mean? He immediately, he's hanging out with DJ Khalil. Like you're all of a sudden, I see you, I see you, you know, like one minute you're hanging out with me and next minute you're not answering my calls and I see you doing posts with Khalil. It's like, come on, bro. I get it. You, you went LA on us. You went freaking Hollywood on us, bro. Just hey, a minute. I'm going to get my Botox, get my tan done. <laughs> Just, it'll be everything. Hey, Andrew, if you're a real one, you'll show some serial numbers and not key gens right now. <laughs> wow. If you're real. Are you real? Wow. Because I know you got some contact or, Ooh, you know wow. what I'm saying? I know, I know you got something and I want to see a serial number. That's what I want to You see. know what? You know what's funny? <laughs> you're not wrong, but my native instruments-ish is legit. <laughs> I, Relic and I bought our Native Instruments co- complete when we got our grant for 13th Floor Record. But I would totally, I would totally rip some stuff. Brad, we got to talk. We got to talk about. Uh, you got to hook up. You got to hook the brother up over here with some we'll software. We'll sorted. So that way you can just have that in your in your wallet, just ready to oh. go. No questions. Brad, I just realized you're the guy. Like you got the goods, bro. Well, I got to be nice <laughs> to you. You do, Ryan. Holy moly, this is no regular... All our other guests are nice, but realistically, they couldn't give me a thing I would want. But Brad has a lot of things I'd want. I could use a great piano. You've got to fillet Brad on the air during the show. (laughs) You can't swear, but you can say that. I love it. I can say fillet. Um, But that's the problem. I've got to piecemeal it out, because otherwise, if I give you everything at once, you've got no reason to keep being nice. So it's got to be like a VST at a time to keep you coming back. Well, there's a bit of a... 
There's a bit of a backstory. Sorry, Ryan. There's a bit of a backstory on, on things because I'm sponsored by Akai, which is a direct competitor of Native Instruments when it comes to pad, 16 pad things. And so I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like the big breasted blonde cheerleader in high school that you really wanted to, to get with. And like, you're trying to woo me. And so Brad's been trying to woo me over to the dark side, the Native Instruments dark side. And I got to tell you, I got to tell you, if I wasn't, if I wasn't born in the 70s, I would have dropped everything for that for that rack for that blonde rack over there. Um, That's we'll get you there, man. It's just I haven't given up yet. It's just going to take time. Just slowly, yeah. slowly again, you'd come over. Oh, have you just seen this new thing? Just oh, just play with it quickly. Have you met my friend DJ Khalil? Oh, here kills. It's like I remember trying to get that photo of you when uh, Datsun was playing, and he went to the bathroom or something. Like, oh, I'll just go play on his machine. I'm like, shit, where's my camera? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, once I get that, put that out online and you're done. We're good. Wow. Yeah, he catches me on he catches me on a machine, Ryan, and then I've lost my sponsorship just like that. Somehow so, it appears on a billboard and we're good. So when it comes to DJing and production software, one thing I've noticed is that all I see a lot of marketing materials designed to make it seem like if you're half dumb, you can just pick it up and start doing it and they they want to like just mm. make the barrier to entry so little, like a, almost a hobbyist level versus professional. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like the DJ controllers. I mean, like- there's more money in new users, right? Yeah. Um, it's actually like, go and get mad marketing nerdy. It's easy. It's actually, there's more money. There's better ROI in upselling people. There's better like getting, because buying a new user and getting them to commit to DJing is a big deal. Like it's not something yeah. people just pick up and decide to drop 400, 800 bucks on a controller. That's not so, true. Well, it's not true. Some people Tons are getting of, them just to be uh, at their house for like when people come over. Just to impress some girl or to be just a bunch of douches buying, <laughs> buying machines for months and months and months. DJing's a lot like skateboarding though. Like you can't fake it, the funk. Like yeah. if you really can't do it or don't know how to plug things and use it, like you're going to look dumb. It's the same thing yeah, on a skateboard. Like it's clearly obvious if you can use it or not, you know? So I do both. I mean, that's another reason why you make it so that, you know, people that think, Oh look, this dumb butt, this this douche over here can do it. I can do it. That's also like I remember when I was coming up learning production. I know I knew no one who did it, and it was just before YouTube came about. So my whole life was just me, like, oh yeah, I think this is how you set up an MPC to run MIDI. I think this is how you do this. Whereas now, with make if that barrier to entry was lower, I probably would have enjoyed it a lot more before just like banging my head, wondering if I just wasted two grand on a piece of equipment. Mm. Well, and back in the day, equipment didn't always agree with software and vice versa. There were a lot more issues. Things are so much more seamless now. It's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's like true. plug in, it sees it, go. You know, like, man, there were times I just remember in my technology world, you're trying to get something going. You just have to be like, not today. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I'm going to have to try tomorrow. You know, yeah. totally. I'm sure you drivers have, are ubiquitous too. With the drivers and with the, oh, we're going to boot up the program. Yeah, I made the sick beat. I'll show you guys in a minute. You load it up and it's like, no, the memory's gone. Something's happened. It's just, it's wiped. It's crashed. I mean, and, yeah. yeah. And we're older and we're paying, we're actually paying for the, the software now, different software. So you're getting better, you know, that's part of it too. I don't want to hear any more about the sub- subscription, like buying software subscriptions. I don't want to hear about that, Brad. We're not going to talk about that on the show. That's okay. We'd have to talk about that. That's um, off the table. The lease, lease vibes? Splice yeah, is good with the, with, the, with the lease to own, though. They kill that. You pay monthly? 
and Output's doing well with Arcade. Like, Arcade's pretty fun. Arcade's cool. And that's yeah, Arcade's this... Tell, tell everybody what, what Arcade is, is for those of you that don't... For, Arcade's for, sort of like a toned-down version of Contact, I guess you'd say, but it's a subscription service, and each month they put up new sort of instruments and other things. It's constantly renewable, re- renewing sounds and... Oh, cool. So it's it's they've rotate the library for you that you have access to stuff like yeah. plays. Everything I've heard is also incredible. I have to say, everything I've everything I've heard come out of that machine is is awesome. Although the subscription thing bothers me, but but does it bother you just because it's the infinite pain and you never own it? Well, it's funny that we're talking about you know how easy everything is now. It's like it's easy, but my rig for example my rig's old if i up if i update my os i lose everything so i mean that's that's the, that's the other classic thing you're sort of chasing stuff and even when brad you and i were talking a little bit a while ago i was like i was talking about certain things i was looking for mm-hmm. software wise and you were sort of warning me you know certain things aren't going to work in the certain rigs and you know i mean it's not uncommon for especially for for studios like professionals professional musicians or pro- even professional engineers to be running rigs that are like 2015 you know oh. or 2014 or even earlier right i mean ryan's laptop was made in 1988 and he's just <laughs> refused to i have a better computer than you it's just, it's just not you you do not have a better computer than me so <laughs> laptop at least so i have a sick mac we'll go to sick mac bro. studios and dudes like legit top tier producers and i can't give them software because their stuff's that old you know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh, I want to get that new stuff. I'm like, that's cool. But you're running something that's like Windows XP. We don't want to hear that, Ryan. Brian, we don't want to hear that, Brad. Or no, Ryan. I don't want to hear that from either of you. Backwards compatible yeah. for everyone. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> you know, because I'm you not backwards a- compatible. <laughs> you know? It's not like I could go and start dating one of my exes right now. Huh. I mean, so I guess could. I shouldn't complain. What's that? You could. It just wouldn't be the best idea for anyone involved. It's <laughs> terrible, terrible idea. S- speaking of which, are you flying your are you flying your lady in from from Toronto these days? Is that working out? Are you you importing your? Uh, uh, your we uh, through the visa process at the moment. So she was in town a couple of weeks ago. She's currently on the last uh, two days of her Canadian quarantine now that she's back in Toronto. That wow. vi- that visa thing needs a new name. The name, the word visa means credit card. Everybody knows that. <laughs> it's like Xerox. This visa thing needs to stop. What the hell? Like, if right? Hey, if, if I could pay for it on visa, just rather than, you know, waiting on the US government to get anything done. We that's go back a, to calling it papers. It's just a tangent. Oh, that's a bit rough. That's a Show bit me your papers. Yeah. Ooh, that's a little, that's a little 1940s. Does she have her papers? Yeah. yeah. That's uh, a little too yeah. uh, that Indiana was, Jones. I'm I'm offended. Yeah. <laughs> like you've offended me. <laughs> Anytime somebody is asked for their papers, they're being oppressed, and you just brought that up. You mm-hmm. brought up oppression. I'm I'm surprised to hear you say that, but I I'm appreciating you on that side of things, Brad. You've really you've really come in here and uh, ushered in a new. I know our listeners can probably hear it too. There's a softness to Ryan today that. I'm stoned, guys, and I'm outside, so I can't yell. <laughs> it normally escalates much more than this. I I I was gonna be like Brad, look at my weed plants, are you impressed? And I'm like, oh, it's gonna in California. Like, <laughs> it's not the least impressive thing you've seen all day. I mean, you know, the best shows are gonna be when 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 my relationship with Ryan is like heavily strained and it's actually you know 
completely dissolving live on the air and then someone's you know there's our guest is just kind of like a deer in headlights through it all yeah that's better radio well this is better radio a domestic incident and i'm just like cool 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 <laughs> how's everyone doing yeah it's like dad's beating up dad what are you gonna do hey <laughs> it's all fair and this Jeez. is the phone ryan then this, I'm so I'm I'm high. I'm I just had a bad day. I had a rough day. So what happened? You good? I banged my car, the fucking roof of my car on no, the sorry the back part. It just I'm an idiot. <laughs> he was DJing late. last night. I'm working late. Yeah, I was DJing late. And woke up early to work. Oh, it's a fucking shit show, boys. DJ in the club. You would. You're swearing s- like you're swearing like a like a pirate. Your skin would crawl if you were in the places I am, Andrew, with your COVID shit. Oh, you'd <laughs> not be happy. No, I'm a shut-in, Brad. I'm a total shut-in this whole time. I'm the same because I don't have a car here as well. Not having a car in LA is like... It's Why? You can't do anything. Well, I, I didn't get a car because once I moved here, I was like, well, if I'm stuck inside, what's the point of paying to only use it once a week? Where can I go? You got a couple DUIs, Brad? Let's talk about them. Is that what, is that what this is? You got a, you got a, you got a trio of DUIs? rules, man. I was going to say it's Australian. You've got to know how to handle the alcohol. You say Uber's the biggest godsend to the Australian culture. And you're in another country. What's that? Is it a, what's that life journey you guys go on, Aussies? Oh. We just travel the world. Because it's, okay, to put it in perspective, it takes so long to get the hell out of Australia by flight. Like, hey, can you guys get out of uh, Whistler? Oh, we've got, there's more Australians. That's why I don't go to Whistler. There's just too many. <laughs> get out of there. Get out of there. There's no point of going Dear there. Dear Australians, leave Whistler. I don't know why I'm saying that. <laughs> there's nothing. It's just, I just couldn't believe how it was all Australians there. And like, no one told me that. And I was like, this, I just couldn't get over it. I kept bringing it up to everybody every day. I'm like, what every single person I talk to that works in this town, you got to leave. You're gone. It's the same. You go to Blue Mountain at the start. It's because they work for their rent. Like mm. they get a little bit of money and it's just, it's nasty. There's nasty things happening in that Whistler township. I'm not going to die on that hill, but. You guys have an Aussie day out there. Oh God. There's an Aussie day. Yeah. They have a huge party. The Probably thing is the other option. And I, again, I don't want to speak bad of Whistler, but I know I've met a few people from Whistler and the people that actually grew up there, are cracked out. <laughs> and no, no, no. Raw generalization day. I'm, no, no, no. I'm, but I'm going to follow Wait. this up. I'm going to give you a backstory. <laughs> Hold on. Because in, in opposition to that, people talk about Shambhala, like the area around Salmo, BC, which is like this beautiful area. And there's natural crystal formations under the, under the ground. And everyone talks about what good vibes there is there. But then these bad vibes over in Black Whistler, Black Home. And somebody was telling me this, that, when the Canadian or when the English were settling the west of Canada, the native population fought tooth and nail to not give up the Salmo area. And when everyone got to Whistler Blackholm they were, or Whistler, they were just like, you can have it. And the reason was that there was like, sul- there was like sulfur and minerals in the water and the water was bad. Ooh. So personally, I think it's played out, played out it throughout history because the people that have grown up in Whistler – Something not right about them. Respect, dude. All my Whistler people. I know if they're and no one's listening. To yeah, the show but it's because anyway you're because so. it's like growing up in like a snowboarding Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Like it's not it's not yeah. a real place though. It's not a real place. Yeah, it's not a real place. Just like uh, Muskoka. Well, no, Muskoka. Um, what's the other one? What's the beach out here near Barrie? Um, 
Sega, Wasega, Wasega Beach. It's not mm. a place. It's not a place like some people live. You can't there, live there. Can't live there. I was surprised to find out people actually live in Vegas. Oh yeah, that's weird. When you go to the suburbs outside of like the Strip, people live in Vegas. Yeah, actual people, their whole <laughs> lives. Like they go to high school in Vegas. Yeah, that must that's be weird. such a weird thing to have that down the street. Like, what are you doing? Are you playing? Are you doing dice games in like grade one? What are you doing? What's the deal? You're probably just seeing the worst of people. You know what I mean? You grow up, you turn 18, 21, whatever, get a job at a casino and just see <laughs> bachelor parties and hen's nights. Every- I have heard that it's totally, it's two totally different worlds. Like there's like a whole Las Vegas of like normal people living normal lives, but it just doesn't, it's like Disneyland. It's like you can live in Anaheim. Like you can uh, live in Anaheim. I've been behind the curtain at Disneyland. My buddy. Everything. So, so uh, a friend of my wife's worked there, and we went there. And they live in these compounds, and they're 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 gated in. They are not allowed to leave their house. They have a curfew. They're not allowed to bring people over after a certain time at night. So these guys wanted to bring girls. They'd sneak them over the fence. Yeah. And they're and they're sectioned by country, right? So people who work at Epcot. That's where this guy works. So there's the different countries, right? And he's from Canada. Mm-hmm. So he's in the Canadian pavilion or whatever. And you're, you're, you're holed up with these people. And we got to go back behind where they changed. It was, it was crazy. It was crazy. Can I ask you something? Is it true that there's a middle-aged woman in the Mickey, Mickey Mouse outfit? I Is didn't a middle-aged see woman in there? I saw, I peeped a few princesses though. Princesses were tight, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's all about them. That's, that's what brings the money in. Yeah. They're the star of the show. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mario. She's not here. She's in the next castle. <laughs> not going to work out. Not going to work out for you this time. That's, I haven't even got to go to Disney yet because I moved here at, what, the end of January and then the world went to shit. The and world went to, yeah. There's already people back at what the Orlando one. People are back at Disney and stuff. That's the better one, too. That's, that's the real spot. That's Orla- where you really get COVID good. Or- Orlando's trippy, too. You you guys ever been there? I went to Kissimmee, Orlando. I went to Disney World, yeah. Kissimmee? Kissimmee, Orlando. Or Kissimmee, Florida. I tried to pick up a girl using that line. It was so dumb. It's such a bad idea. But I was like 15. What are you going to do? Okay. I've never been to Florida, but no one hears good things coming out of Florida. There's nothing like... I know people that grew up there that hate it. That everyone even from Florida that I know hates it. It's 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 so well known now the Florida man all that it's like almost played out. Florida needs a new trick other than being a shit show. Yeah. Did, did you ever watch that documentary Cocaine Cowboys about Miami? Yeah. Yeah, I've watched about a lot how- of drug stuff. I could pretty much map out how cocaine gets into your nose from <laughs> from the seed. I can tell you every step. <laughs> wow. They, they really are pretty descriptive in those documentaries. Like, if you had a pen and paper, you'd be like, okay, and he lives at water dress? Yeah, exactly. Like, you, could. you could Google Earth your way to, to a deal, for sure. <laughs> Some of those chemical ones, when they discuss the chemicals with the meth stuff, I'm like, you're really a bit open here, aren't you? I mean, Sudafed, let's go. <laughs> I remember they had to take, um, they had to take the pseudoephedrine out of Sudafed in Australia. Because something like the bikies kept knocking off the trucks delivering it. Yeah. So that, that's that's the Australian problems. 
man, oh, that, man. that Australia, you people carry that with them for life. Eh? Like that accent is hardcore and just Australianness. It's just drip. It, you're just dripping in the shit. But Mike, yeah. like, you got to go a bit more nasal, so like you can turn it on, and it gets everything's a question. It's like, oh yeah. So I was on the call, eh, with Kills and Kills and Ryan just hanging out, eh? And everything. It's the worst thing when I go back to Australia, leaning at that airport, and you hear it for the first time. I was like, is that how I sound to everyone? Is that me? Like, oh shit. Like, I'm a, I'm a terrible person. Well, there's a lot of other reasons. You're not a terrible. You're a terrible person. Oh. Listen. Oh, there goes Ryan's, there goes his lovely new laptop, laptop, his state-of-the-art, his state-of-the-art laptop. <laughs> there it goes, Mr. Tech over there. <laughs> Meanwhile, my, two th- my 2013 rig is smoking. <laughs> tell, me about, tell me about your rig right now. Are you cooking up right now? You, you, you got all the latest stuff from Native Instruments. You must yeah. be cooking up a storm over there. Oh, I, I keep telling you, man. I'm the dude who plays basketball every Saturday, has all the gear, but don't choose him on the team. Like, I love going through the gear, seeing new stuff, playing with it all, working out how it works. Hey. Mm. Always back. My battery's dead. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Oh. So you're just messing around? You're cooking up stuff or what? Because Ryan's cooking up right now. He's making cool. some good remixes right uh, now. Cooking up a little bit. Yeah? What are you using, Ryan? Come on. What's, what's the rig? A- Ableton. Mm-hmm. And then I, I have, I, I don't really do a lot of production that I keep by myself. I do stuff like for reference, but I have a little bit, but I have uh, a serum and vocal synth, and, you know, what? vocal synth is dope. I keep jumping between Ableton and FL, you know, being in Toronto for eight years, everybody, everyone's like, oh, just go to get on FL, man. It just, everyone's on FL, yeah. But then Ableton, I don't know, just, just hip hop, just hip hop now. There's like no, I don't think there's too many like house dudes. Maybe some drum and bass guys too, because it's great. F- the drum sequence are so good, but just, yeah. Well, I think I've got to pick one and stick with it to actually get good, rather than well, just. Well, that's the key. I was I was just reading the other day. The count was saying that Logic is the middle aged dog, <laughs> <laughs> and I felt that. <laughs> It's okay uh, if you were if you were what ten years older to be the pro. Oh no! But the the most recent Logic update was cracked. You don't have that, eh? Kills. I don't like Logic Ten, but I'm going over soon. The new say, Logic, yeah. the new Logic fixed a bunch of shit. Because yeah, Ableton, 10.5 Ableton, or whatever. Ableton got in their feelings because Ableton just had the same functionality, but it was just so much easier to get to what you're trying to find. You know what I mean? I I feel so. Yeah, I feel like with Ableton, it was like you can just you can really dig in and super ultra carve everything up that it's almost like if you push something to like, if you push a knob to 10 in logic, Ableton would give you up to 20 kind of thing on every knob. Almost. It just felt like it just feels like Ableton gives you just a, a more gnarly control over, over everything. But I don't know. I'm a middle-aged man with a middle-aged DAW. My logic. (laughs) Could your computer even run the new logic? Don't, don't, don't do this. Don't do this. See, that's what I'm don't saying. To me. That's what my point was too. That that's why you don't have it because you can't. <laughs> no, I could jump to ten. I could, but but I I hated ten when I had them. I had I hated ten. Everyone hated ten. Everyone on nine hated ten. All the professionals that I knew in the world running running sessions and working professionals hated ten. Um, that's usually the way when anytime someone upgrades something, like it happened with FL, when everyone oh never upgrade, never upgrade, and then. Mm. People just get over it and like, okay, fuck it, I'm gonna upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> they have you, man. 
You have us. Oh, what they? Brad, yeah, you're, you. you're, the, you're the fucking establishment. Oh, there I go again. You're the, <laughs> you're the establishment. You're the man. You're the man that's making us need new hardware by making things not compatible and yep. putting little uh, dangling little carrots in front of us and such. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, okay. it's all Brad. Atone for your sins. Specifically. That's, I've I'm seen, I've seen no, the no, transcripts, You're not Brad. alone. You're not you're, <laughs> Listen, Hitler had a whole bunch of other, <laughs> a bunch of other people. He had Rommel. He had uh, the Desert Fox. It's not Fox. a show unless Ryan mentions the Nazis. Nazi reference. <laughs> yeah. they are, second Nazi reference. They are iconic. They are hard to forget about. They did. They Hitler was evil, but you know, he... <laughs> guys, Hugo Boss outfits. It's just, you know. <laughs> like, like the Volkswagen cars. Like it's just a. It's hard. They yeah. It's bad. Anyway, whatever you know, f you, Brad. is what I was trying to say, and uh, <laughs> that's a long. We're uh, taking a full hour yeah. to really drive that one home. That's yeah. okay. We just keep keep putting out good shit. The people, good stuff. Sorry, the people like. What uh, are you excited about right now, though? Because I, I keep seeing a lot of crazy things with Native Instruments right now. Like, what are, what are you excited about? What's on the docket over there? The last one that I can talk about that we've dropped uh, recently was called Cloud Supply. So that's like it's uh it's in the putter play series. It's like a blending two waveforms. Very easy, very simple to use. It runs in contact, uh, trap melodies. So when you get mm. those requests for your beats to make me something trappy kills. Yeah, because the world needs a lot more of that, I think, huh? I do hear there's not enough. Get on, you know, I, I want to see some kills type beats. That's what I'm going to start putting on YouTube and see if you can sell something. I just did a massive... I just did a. I just took a massive dump of beats from my MPC to my computer, and it, I'm sitting on some things. But it's really funny. Like Lexiosis, we had on the show a couple of weeks ago. She hit me up. She's like, "Yo, send me any kind of funky, trappy beats with heavy bass lines." I was like, "Nope, don't have anything <laughs> don't have there." That. My buddy Premrock was like, "Yo, send me some stuff. We need some like grimy New York stuff." I was like. Nope, don't have any of that either. <laughs> Just a middle-aged man with his middle-aged dog making middle-aged beats. This is a good segment. It's called <laughs> Fresh Kills Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, one of my favorite podcast or uh, YouTube shows is You Suck at Producing. Oh, he's so good. He's the best, Ryan. You'd love him. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's just like, you suck at producing. Here's what you should do. It's great. And he actually gives decent tips too. It's not like him just no, he's good. beat me. No, he's good, but I I like when he's mean. That's my those are my favorite moments. It's kind of why it's kind of why Ryan is my co-host. Just yeah. to keep you in line. That's right. He just needs a reminder that he stinks. We can't just have we can't just be agreeable. The show doesn't work if we're just like yeah yeah oh my god yeah because that's dumb. <laughs> well, I'm gonna say now. If, wait, if Ryan's making his own beats, when are you guys having the beat battle then? Nah, what? I'm not that I'm not that dude. I make pop music. Yeah. Ryan's like, making reggae. really, really hot house house remixes. I gotta be honest. I like, and I know Ryan. You may not think of yourself as this way, but I, I really dig the stuff that that you do a lot. It's honestly, and it's not something that that I would have a really good handle on at all. Like some of your remixes are super dope, and you've gotten plays. What are you talking about? What? Yeah. The last thing you put out got more plays than the last thing I put out. Come off it. Ooh. It's hard to quantify the plays that I get. I'm, I'm, I tell people I, I'm famous amongst DJs, which is a nerdy community. And I'm not famous like I'm like a celebrity. I just mean they know me all over the place because of the record pool. That's, that's the, the record only, pools. Yeah. That's the only reason, right? It's not because of my spinning. So 
They're shutting. They're shutting y'all down though. I hear. They're really. They're really cracking down Yo, on record. Sony pools. Music. I would kick Sony Music in the dick if that was a thing you could do. I would kick them in the dick, and anyone else who wants to go that way too. You heard about this, Brad? That Sony Music shutting down DJs trying to play Sony Sony Music material. Is that you reckon that's linked to like how they? Get going after people on Twitch and the streams and stuff. They're going after the streams. Yep, that's first thing. But apparently, they've been going after um, some other things too. I've heard. I've heard some. Uh, some. They I don't look, know if it's gotten over to uh, Mixcloud yet, but they look like oh, Mixcloud would that be crazy? They look like uh, how Metallica looked like with Napster, like petty and like like children. You know, everyone knew Metallica's points were right, but no one else was going to that extent. You know what I mean? Who else was in on that too? Who else got super cheesed about Napster? Nickelback. I love Nickelback. I ride for Nickelback. <laughs> you see, yeah. that's that's why Ryan's on the show. I don't I don't listen to the music. It's, it's good music because I can assess pop that's quality, but it's pop music. It's not something I'd listen to. But we gotta support our own, like. You know, like <laughs> they they were an elite band back before urban music in Canada had really made its mark at all. So they were the crown jewel. We just weren't willing to accept it. You know? You've also wow. given points for taking all those arrows. They're literally the go-to joke band. Yeah, they did take a lot of heat. That's true. And just from not, I don't think they were ever mean or anyone. They were just doing their thing, being middle of the road rock. Well, because they appealed to them. Their American audience is what popped them, right? Like yeah. Southern American audience, it's like that sound they had. So it's one just, of my guilty pleasures is they they had a song on the Spider Man Two soundtrack, or no, oh, on soundtrack. Yeah, hero. And they say that hero can save us. Oh, you know, that was you know that, that was that was that was pretty good. Not bad. I've been working on it for you, Ryan, because you're such a big fan. <laughs> I'm just an admirer of their success. Yeah. Oh, now that sounds vacuous, but let's uh, we'll let you have it. And I think I flipped on my Jesse Reyes, Alicia, Alicia Cara. Alicia Cara? Oh, my God. Jesse I Reyes flipped. all day. Yeah, it I've, doesn't even I've start, well, start. No, but I, I, I pulled up some numbers, some stream numbers to show you that, you know, Cara, Cara has some, some cred. You know what I'm saying? But Jesse is very Jesse's, culturally relevant. And she's all. crossed over. It's just, just too much now. Yeah. yeah. And Jesse Reyes has also got, like, that voice is just so distinctive. Mm-hmm. You know? The second you hear her on any song, yeah, oh, I know who that is. I think yeah. it's really cool that I saw her perform, and I was like, "Who is that?" I'm like at Junior's show, and she became famous. And it's like, oh, I guess I have an eye for talent. <laughs> uh, I shared the stage with her at the Jazz Fest one year, and I was like, "Get out of my way, girl! It's time for my solo. Get off the stage." And now, that's not true at all. No, it's not true. I, I can see First you doing that. True. I can see you just clearing the way. You know. No, the- no, the first part was true, but it was funny because you just never know. That's the thing. You're you're hanging out with a whole bunch of musicians. You just don't know who's gonna blow. You know, I and suppose if I'd hung out more with Jesse, I might have thought I might have thought about it. I might have known. But especially with the internet, you get one person who gets one song that some TikTok kids like, and they're out of here. They're mm. done. TikTok is the thing that's officially ushering me and my compatriots into being old, because we do not want to participate in it. Right. And that's, we're finally not signing up for the youthful bargain or whatever. Like I still listen to the hip hop that the kids listen to mostly because of DJing. Right. Like that's, so I'm still in that game, but TikTok, I'm not doing that. Me, no TikTok. Not going to see, I want to see you and Kills doing some dances. Just, you know, whatever the new thing is, just get maybe the, 
podcast can take that extra step if you get out there. Dancing. Everybody, <laughs> everybody's dancing. What are they doing? All because a video game character started dancing and then people started mimicking that and then it's become this whole thing of people dancing in front of their phone. It's weird when you see people filming it. When you see like, no, no, do it again from a distance and you just see them trying to get it coordinated. It's like, how, how many hours have you put into this? Are there are a lot of people doing that in LA, a lot of TikTokers in Echo Park. Do you follow, um, it's like, there's a Instagram, it's like influencer watching or something, which is just full of all of these people. Just trying to just see how they can get big by doing another dance. I was like, make something, make something yourself, do something creative. Man, we're just old guys. We got it. Yeah. We, we can't challenge it. This is one. I know how this works. You just got to let it happen. You can't be mad at it. I just don't want to do it, but you can't. We're just old. We're so old. Yeah, you can't be mad at it. You know what I follow? We're so old. What? I follow McDojo Life, which is basically oh, yeah. all these posts of fake martial artists that are pretending to be martial artists. Oh, yeah, that's ridiculous good. Moves. It is the funniest thing. Laughing out loud, man. I follow a kids getting hurt. Yeah. Oh, I could keep <laughs> It's actually not that good. It's okay, but like, no, actually, no, it's pretty good. But <laughs> kids getting hurt. Yeah. Like, fun. seriously hurt? No. Like, Sometimes. Sometimes they get hurt a little bit more than you you hope they would, you know. They fall on their they fall it's from falling they fall on their face all the time. You, you figure they smash at their mouth, you know. I feel there's a lot of like educational side for that for future parents because you're like, oh yeah, the parents are going to let the kid run around on the bike. Who knows what's going to happen? You're like, no, we know what's going to happen. That kid's going head over ass on the handlebars. Well, if, yes. if you deny a child access to physical things, you see what happens with Mr. Kilgore, and it's not. A great parenting. You need to let them. You know what I mean. You gotta let them. Has made enough mistakes yeah. in his life, is what yeah. you're saying. I like the idea of Brad. He's still up at four in the morning, staring at his phone, looking at kids getting hurt. And he's like, "This is educational. This is educational." Yeah. Just giggling to myself. Just look quietly. at these cats. <laughs> and just then I, another one. America's not got talent. That's mostly just people smashing their face off of stuff. Like to be honest, like to all that. <laughs> Uh, I know. I think there's the that. internet. The internet just and people put it up there. Someone has watched their kid just get destroyed, and like you don't need to do upload this to Instagram. Was the totally was well was the one where the kid's driving? He's on a bicycle, and it's the Phil Collins era yeah. of the night playing, and then he hits he hits the recycling bins, oh. and it's the drum fill uh, from yeah. Of the night. It's incredible. Oh yeah, I responded to your Twitter. I'm like, I think I said I'll never make fun of your Twitter again. <laughs> It's incredible. It was the greatest. <laughs> well, I think that's, uh, how, like, that's how our generation communicates with people. Like, look at this funny thing I found. Send it. More than it's like proper conversation, I feel. It's just pretty awesome because funny things were happening all over the world, but we just didn't have video of them for most of our lives. And now there is, and it's great. Can There's you imagine of- all the funny things we've missed? All the, ridic- all the kids getting hurt we could have enjoyed? Oh. Yeah, kids, kids <laughs> need to get hurt a little bit. It's just, I mean, we just—that's yeah. on brand for Ryan. We just took funniest home videos and put it on Instagram. Like, wasn't that what that show was? Pretty much. Funniest America's home videos is home pretty America's tame. Pretty tame. America's funniest home videos. Yeah, wasn't that? Or just dude getting hit in the nuts. I mean, Nutshot's definitely won top prize on a lot of those funniest home video shows. Bob yeah. Saget gave out a lot of money to guys that getting mm-hmm. their nuts jammed up. Yo, do you think somebody has that stat recorded? How much money? Oh, 
Easily. That's I'm gonna, easy. I'm going to look that up. To the, to the Google machine. <laughs> and I, I reckon when it got big enough, people were doing it on purpose. People were like, okay, let's set up. You hit me and this is what we're going to do. Like, and we're going to send it into Bob Saget. Okay, so I put America's yeah. videos hit in nuts winners. <laughs> the sadness <laughs> behind funniest home videos. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's the first dark. article. But these are all sponsored. I don't know. Mm. Google's yeah. The existential nature of watching people screw themselves up for the pleasure and enjoyment of others. It's like it's just, pretty dark. It's, well, it's being happy. It's not you. I think you know what it's I mean. It's a punching There's, down show. Yeah. Yeah. There's some yeah. lizard brain of like, oh man, that dude's pool broke out and now we got hit in the nuts by the kid. We, we we live in a punching down society though, so I'm you know I get it. I, get I it. my uh, gu- my guilty pleasure is world star hip hop fight comps. I, I have a, I I do that too. I do you that watch too. them? You watch? I them? watch people get knocked do you get, out. Do you I, get? I, I do you get? Do you get fired up when you watch it? <laughs> I do. I get fired up. I want to knock somebody out. It sucks. It's a terrible thing to indulge in, man. Yo, have you ever shot a gun before? <laughs> Andrew, no. Stop trying to turn me on, Ryan. That it doesn't ha, work. Ha, That's have you not have you works. shot a have you shot a gun before? No, See, I've shot I, my gun. It's terrifying, but then like ten minutes later, you're like, I want to do that again. Same yeah. reason why you're oh. wanting to like fight somebody. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared of them. I'm terrified of them. But I'd, I've done it twice. Sorry, you're saying that's the only thing we did in Vegas. We went and shot guns. Like I'm the whole thing. Yeah, that's a Vegas thing. And just shooting the machine gun, I was like, this is amazing. I understand why people want it in the house, and I completely understand why it should never be in the house. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. A bunch of drunk Aussies in Vegas going to get going to shoot guns? <laughs> yes. It was yeah. I'm surprised they let us in, to be honest. <laughs> did but you we, do a lot of uh did you spend a lot of time in the outback when you were when you were in, you know, home growing up? I, I no, because it, Australia's so huge, it takes so long to get anywhere. Like Going from coast to coast is an eight-hour flight. Yeah. So you're like, do I want to go to the other side of the country or do I want to go to see like Asia? You know what I mean? Right. And you're always going to choose Asia because it's, it's you know, like Bali, which is full of Australia. It's cheap. It's our version of Mexico. Yeah. Bali's also where it's the model capital of the world. It's where all the models live. Oh, really? Yeah. Apparently, I- it's the biggest collection or the most most models per capita live in Bali because there's like, it's really cheap to live there. So you can save your money and you're apparently close enough to be flown to the places to get, to do exotic shoots. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. So, um, seeing as how we're all taken, I can't say my usual line, which would be your wife's probably over there somewhere (laughs) because, uh, that's not how it works. But, uh, how are we doing on time here? Boys. I feel like we're getting there. Do you know, do you know, does it show you how long the show is? <clears throat> no. That's stupid, huh? Yeah. Well, Brad, um, just in the name of, you know, progress and things, um, where do people find you and, where, and what should people know about what's going on with Native Instruments these days? Um, you know, because Native Instruments, a giant multinational corporation, needs all the plugs we do. that I need, we can I- provide for it. I need all the help we can get. Um, <laughs> I think that the more appropriate to- 2020 title is actually Indigenous Instruments, Andrew. So. Huh? Something to think about, Brad. That's yeah. I'll, float it, I'll float it to the powers that be. Um, you can find <laughs> me at the BYX show on Instagram. And yeah, go, go on Native Instruments to download Complete Star. It's free. 
It's free. It's a ton of free instruments. C- complete what? Complete star. So okay. this, it's got a ton of free instruments to play with. Get your head around it. Everyone loves free stuff. Why not? <sighs> I love it. How about sending that them DJ Khalil drum kits over here? I can, yeah, we can chat after this, you know. We can talk about it, huh? We can talk about it. Khalil, Khalil's a nice man. He's, he's way too nice to, for this world. <laughs> just, he's just so happy and relaxed and just wants to chat about music and stuff. He was <laughs> for, for one of the first people I met moving here in LA. He could have, like, I expected everyone to be way meaner. Is he, is he straight? Like, his publishing straight, his money straight, he's not worried about anything? Is that maybe why he's happy? Or it's just, he's still grinding? He's still... I mean, you do an Eminem song and a Pink song and a Celine Dion song, and I think you're kind of good for a while. But I also yeah. don't know what fans' pockets are like. I mean, I don't want to, I don't, yeah, and it's maybe it's sort of an indecent question a little bit, but I just wonder, is he, I just want, is he really happy because he's just like, money's falling out of the sky, or is he really happy because he's just, that's his nature? I think it's in his nature. He's just one of those guys who it seems to be would have been real happy just sitting in a room, making music, getting by, and he was just lucky enough to be really, really good at it. Yeah, he's so good. I was going to say, I, I, that's, I, Ryan told me once that ha- money equals happiness, and I've just been rolling with it ever since. I did? <laughs> I mean, it's not entirely false, but, uh, but you can't be an asshole. You gotta have, you know, anyway. What's the David Lee Roth quote? Uh, money doesn't buy happiness, but it buys a big yacht to park right next to it. Well. Yes. I read David Lee Roth's book and it was awesome. I can imagine there's some debauchery in that. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's funny. He's hilarious. And he's also like, I don't know. I love. I, I, there's something I love about about autobiographies, especially with guys like that, because there's an element to which they have no idea what how they've gotten there, so they can't really explain it to you, despite them giving you the the, the most detail. So there's like it's this weird kind of, you know, like I read Slash's autobiography, and at no point in the autobiography does he have any inkling of how incredible a guitarist he is, right? He tells a story about he's like he's like yeah, I guess. I guess Axl Rose saw me at some club one time. Meanwhile, the real story is Axl goes to some club and he's zonked out on drugs and he literally witnesses the birth of, the, of a guitar god in front of him on stage, right? Meanwhile, Slash is just like, yeah, I sat in with some blues guitarists and jammed a little bit. It was cool. Hmm. You're like, what? <laughs> like, dude, yeah. you're one of the best ever. What? You know, the zero contact. It's funny. It's just really interesting to watch, to listen cool. to someone talk about it. You know, it's like Ryan. He can't explain his own genius to you. You just have to kind of witness it, stand stand next to his fire. You know? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Nobody mixes uh, Hadaway with uh, house music like me. <laughs> <laughs> top uh, top top brow shit. Well, All listen, right. Brad. You keep your head about in L.A., man. Uh, it was great to have you on the show. We appreciate it. Um, I appreciate all the wonderful work you're doing for your. Uh, for your corporate overlords down there and uh and uh you know shout out native instruments i'm i'm not too proud to to shout them out shout out to kai um oh, yeah, just get in there. <laughs> do you get paid every time you say it is that how the contract works buy a kai <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man but no it was cool. great to have you man i'm glad you're doing well out in la i'm glad the move was good i know things are crazy but uh you know keep that air conditioning pumping and uh is there you know Stay Thank fresh, my man. Will do. Thank you for uh, having me. Yeah, thanks for... This was fun, man. Have a good night, boys. Peace! Uh,
Hi, this is Lincoln Bio. Listen to Ruckus Avenue Radio at dashradio.com and download the Dash Radio app for complete access 24 hours a day, 7 days a week to our station.